hashtag WrestlePals, your weekly-ish dose of dot, 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 stupid. And I say that, but I realize I should probably come up with a better tagline because now that it's just me, it's a lot less stupid and more just one dude talking into a microphone. I mean, I am pretty stupid to be fair. And all my opinions on wrestling are stupid, especially if you ask the internet. Uh, yeah, it is hard to... It should be a wonderful time to be a wrestling fan, but if, if you don't succumb and cave in to, to what the internet says you're supposed to like, then you can't put your opinion out there. I do anyway, and thankfully, no, apparently no one listens to this show. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> It is what it is. Uh, I'm not going to change my opinions. They're going to keep being what they are. I enjoy what I enjoy, and I have time for what I have time for. So, uh, can I first say Gentleman Jervis rules? Uh, I don't think he gets the love that he deserves. Last night I popped in on his Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash Gentleman Jervis. Go check him out. And... (laughs) Yeah, he was playing his uke, and he goes, hey, any requests? And I was like, what about Fine Young Cannibals? <laughs> and he played it. He wasn't able to do the whole song, uh, but he he played it. And uh, he's just wonderful. The world's sweetest man. And I highly recommend. And it was it was fun just hanging out in, in, in the Twitch and and playing along with him. Actually, I think we wrote a theme or he wrote a theme that I led him down the path to. I think that, uh, I'm going to clip that out for him. So he has that at the ready for whenever wrestling returns. Cause I, I gotta imagine that being an independent wrestler right now, now there are times, you know, there's, there's independent companies that are starting to run. Um, and I imagine that, uh, people are, getting a chance to, you know, wrestle again, but it's nowhere near what it was. And even I saw Billy Corgan post that they're working on a way to get power back, which is the one that I really want. <laughs> I really want power back because power had me excited about wrestling. I've enjoyed WWE and over the last month they've done really well, I feel, but power had me excited like had me geeked up about watching wrestling again. And I'm a dumb and fell behind and it is what it is. I'd love to get back on track for that. It'd be great. But I didn't. And I haven't. And hopefully they'll be back soon because I just the idea of NWA being back excites me. Just they've jumped into in with Primetime Live and they've they've put out, you know, a handful of matches that you know, I've missed, of course, because I'm the worst, and pay-per-view. But, you know, Bennett versus Aldis. Uh, Nicole Savoy wrestled Sienna Kay yesterday. And, no, it was I'm sorry, it was Tuesday. I'm just, I'm behind. And I feel like independent wrestling really needs us now. You know, the few companies that are able to get, get out there really need us right now. Still have not put in the time and or effort into AEW, and that is where my hot take on the internet uh, came from. I don't speak on it because I don't watch it. It's got nothing to do with them. It's mostly me. Uh, nothing I've seen has 
given me that that thing that I'm like, oh, I have to watch this. Eddie Kingston is close. I think I've said this before. Signing Eddie Kingston it, it gets me really close, but I'm still not there. Um, that's on me. It, it's got nothing to do with them. It's on me. So that was that. We also had a pay-per-view this weekend, which went really well, if I may say, say so myself. Um, let me bring up my notes here, which I keep the notes in the Oh Hi Justin Discord. And um, I'm, I'm going to start doing watch-alongs in the Discord. So if you'd like to do a watch-along with your hashtag WrestlePals, you know, whomever else is an actual WrestlePal, you are, if you're here, hop in the Discord. We can watch wrestling together. We can t- uh, discuss wrestling together, all that. It'll be fun. We'll do, uh, we'll watch, do watch parties. We'll discuss wrestling, all that stuff in the Discord. May also be thinking of other things to do in there, but watch alongs are coming. Um, so let's run down the paper, the Clash of Champions pay per view. Uh, noticeably absent, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler had to be pulled out. There was no official word on what it was, they just weren't cleared to compete. Uh, the worry is COVID. You know, that's what everybody automatically assumes, especially since it was last minute. So the women's tag team championship match did not happen, and it won't until they're cleared to compete, is the exact wording from WWE. As soon as they're cleared to compete, the Riot Squad will get their title opportunity. And I have to tell you, I feel like I feel like the Riot Squad has to win. They have to. Like I I thought going in they should. Because I think they're better for the division. Whereas, no matter how what way you slice it up, Baszler and Jax are singles competitors that just are working as a team just because they're both very good. Whereas, the Riot Squad are a team. And going into the draft, um, and the way specifically the women's tag division is, I've said this a lot, sorry for repeating, having them on all three brands would be good for them good for the division and having a team at the front of the division again would just be awesome. And I think they would do well. Just noticing the love that Liv is getting. She's done a lot of interviews over the last week and a half, two weeks. And she wasn't doing a lot before that as far as as far as interview views go. We love Liv. And, you know... I know it sounds homery for me to say, because we all know that about me. But I think, I think Liv is somebody people really want to get behind. And it would be wise because I think there's more story to tell. I think putting the championship on them and letting them build the, uh, build the division and a single storyline between Jax and Baszler, it's just a better way to go. I don't think that Baszler and Jax as a team has much more legs. And you stomp the division almost immediately if you if you stomp Riot Squad. We also saw Mandy and Dana get put together on Raw, which, you know, I'm only saying that because it's kind of included with what I was just talking about. 
Nikki Cross was out, so there was no uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. Uh, well, there was, but it wasn't Nikki versus Bailey. It ended up being Bailey versus Asuka. So let's let's run down the card proper. Uh, the pre-show uh, was Lucha House Party versus Cesaro and Nakamura. Now, there's no real story to the match itself, but there is a storyline that both Cesaro and Nakamura are working for respect. Uh, they feel like they've been disrespected, and so they are they're going out of the way to try and fly in the face of that. Lucha House Party has inner turmoil. And so I like both of their storylines individually. It just, when you put them together to make the match, there is no story in the match other than Cesaro Nakamura rule. Like, uh, I mean, it was a wonderful match, but I don't know. There is no story between them, I guess is what I'm, what I'm getting at. There's each team has a story, but there is no story between the two teams. So, uh, strange that. Yeah. That's what I just said. Um, opening the card proper, hot. Sami Zayn versus Hardy versus Styles ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. But <coughs> okay, you're welcome. The uh, both Intercontinental Championships were hanging above the ring, and Wowzers McTavish. <coughs> this easily could have stolen the night. I, as a matter of fact, this, that's what I said. On paper, this could rule the night. Uh, there's a strong track record for all all members, and Jeff was doing Jeff things right from the jump. And at one point, Jeff gets out the really big ladder and dives from it onto, I believe Sammy was on one of the tables. And no matter how many times I see it, oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> uh, my final note being, this is pretty great. Sammy uh, retains, technically, if you follow his storyline, he retains. Uh, according to WWE, he reclaimed the intercontinental championship and there's no disputing that he's the intercontinental champion Zelina Vega gets a shot at Asuka proving she was ready um I was texting back and forth with my brother and he goes this 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 will be a squash and I was like nah no chance I I don't think I don't think there's ever a point where Zelina looks like she's gonna win but she's gonna put up a fight and she did uh she looked great and then she does lose and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily in squash fashion, uh, but it was Asuka being semi-dominant. Like Asuka's still Asuka, but the fact that Zelina was able to get up and attack Asuka afterwards, that gives a story to play with afterwards. And I'm, I'm with it. Zelina's very strong on the mic. I think that she could grow into a top star in the company with her in-ring work and her her mic ability. Uh, so that was great. Cruz and Lashley, I unfortunately missed. Uh, we had an incident here at the house where I had to step away from the television, and by the time I came back, it was already done. That bugs me on a couple different levels, but I love the Hurt Business. Um, I love Apollo Cruz, And then ultimately, like the, there's still storyline happening between all these parties because the next night Ali is out and it looks like Ali is getting that push into the U.S. title picture. Yeah, definitely want that. Um, Garza and Andrade versus Street Profits. <sighs> this was a really good match, so don't take that sigh as this is nothing wrong with those teams, but we've already seen this match a lot. The division is annihilated 
on Raw. It is, there's nothing. AOP's gone. Viking Raiders, uh, Ivar is hurt. Um, who else do you have on Raw? I mean, I'm sure there's teams, but the fact that I can't think of them right off the top of my dome, that's kind of a problem, is it not? I don't know what you do. I mean, I keep coming back to the idea of of just one tag division between both brands. I I just, I think, or move all the teams to Raw in the draft and just have Raw have tag champs and remove them from SmackDown. I don't see any other way around it. It just doesn't, it just doesn't add up right now. There's just not enough teams and you're not, you're not introducing new ones and we're not getting any time. This, to me, this is the worst the tag divisions have been in a long time, considering how great, like New Day and Usos could have main evented just a couple years back. And I feel like it's always in waves, but I, I feel you know, like this is the lowest we've been in quite some time, which is a real bummer because there are teams there. Just there's just not a, there's just not enough currently. So, you know, we'll get back to that, I guess. Uh, Garza and Andrade looked smooth, um, and I think somebody got hurt. Uh, I I just wrote uh oh, so now we're a couple days removed, and I should have done this right after. Your boy's not smart. Bailey versus Asuka. Um, Sasha does come out and attack Bailey afterwards. And my note is I hope they have the patience to draw out Sasha and Bailey all the way to Mania. By the looks of it, um, by reports, you know, how, I don't know how far to believe those. Uh, Sasha and Bailey will wrestle at Hell in a Cell. It makes sense. I hope it's not in a cell because in a cell means it's over th- for the time being. I kind of hope Bailey finds a way in a regular match to put Sasha away and put her out for a little while. I love Sasha, but she should have the Royal Rumble storyline. They have, I applaud their patience on this storyline because technically speaking, this goes back to even before Sasha left after Mania last year. Not this, this most recent year, the year before when she left after they lost tag championships and then came back just before SummerSlam. So far, they've had the patience to not pull this trigger. It's obvious that that's where we're going. I'd love to see them have the patience to wait so Sasha can win the Royal Rumble and get a huge moment at WrestleMania next year. And hopefully it's in front of a Los Angeles crowd. You know, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. There's a lot to go from there. Drew versus Orton. Uh, there's a lot of extra going on here, which bugged me a little bit. In an ambulance match in and of itself, I'm not usually a huge fan of. There's a lot going on here. All the legends coming back and, and interfering. Um, perfectly legal. A lot of people, oh, this makes Drew look weak. Does it? Does it? Did you feel any? Do you feel on the next night on Raw that Drew looked any weaker? Because I don't. Uh, and also when he's standing tall at the end, I didn't feel like he was any weaker. Um, but, you know, some people do think that. Uh, big win for Drew. Uh, may, and Orton's not gone. They've found a way to move him off of Drew. Just looks like he's going to be on to the Legends. So we'll see where that goes. 
is that just keeping him busy until Edge is cleared, maybe? Maybe? Or are we introducing another legend that he's going to work with and put out? I don't know. We'll see. In the, in the interim, we had a solid solid ambulance match that uh, that Drew ends up winning. He retains, which leads to the next night, an open challenge, which Bobby Roode answered, which makes me super happy. And then the main event of the evening is the most main event main event in a long, long, long time. The story between uh, Jey Uso and Roman Reigns was magnificent coming into this match. Just absolutely enthralling. And specifically, it was done in short order, like three weeks, I feel like. Uh, and it came out of nowhere. It just moved every week and heightened every week. And not to be outdone, we had a solid, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15 just really good wrestling match. Times where Roman is, you know, just beating on Jay. Times where it looks like Jay might pull it off. Um times where Jay was just ahead um and eventually it catches up and Roman just starts dominating and just destroying Jay and my friend oh squash I'm like but you're just you're completely discounting the fact that Jay just stood his ground for 15 minutes with him don't discount that it took 15 minutes before he just he couldn't keep up anymore and technically speaking Jay's a tag wrestler. Roman is Roman. <laughs> that was bound to happen eventually, right? And that's all you need to... Jay is officially here. He's officially a player. You know, no matter where you go from here, he's officially a player. He has arrived. And just the beating that he took. And Roman continuing, call me your chief. I am your tribal chief. Call me that now. And since Jay wouldn't do it, he said, okay, you tell them. And and puts his face in the camera. You tell them. Beats his ass some more. Jay's like, nah, man, that ain't happening. And then Jimmy comes out with the towel and he's like, I'm going to throw it in. And it was just wonderful storytelling that I'm, I was mesmerized by. Uh, Roman looked amazing in it. Um, I'm just, I'm in love with where Roman is right now. It is really the one true thing other than, and I'm being dead serious, the Riot Squad possibly winning the tag championships. Those are the two things I'm actually excited about currently. Everything else I've enjoyed, but the things I'm excited about, very few and far between. And the main event was absolutely a main event. It was wonderful. Uh, we leave with uh, Roman takes the red lay that Jay came out in and puts it on. And he's like, I'm the tribal chief. I'm the, I'm the head of the table. I'm the one who makes the money. Just wonderful, wonderful storytelling. I loved it. Very much looking forward to seeing what happens on SmackDown as the follow-up. Because you know the Fiend is hanging around uh, you know, with Alexa last week. <laughs> You say the, that word, and the tablet hears you. Just be careful; they're listening. Uh, very much looking forward to you know where SmackDown goes. SmackDown has been just great. Raw was really good this week too. Like I said, uh, Bobby Roode came back, and among other things, we have a new tag. Uh, Mandy and Dana are a tag team now. 
I'm just, I'm not excited yet other than those few things, but like WWE is in a solid spot in and of itself right now. You know, like there's a shitload of outside stuff that's kind of like, ugh, it just leaves an icky, icky stain. I understand it. And, you know, maybe I, sh- maybe I should just back off, but you you like what you like, you watch what you watch. And it's hard. It's hard to rectify that in my head. <laughs> it really, really is. I've not watched NXT yet. I will, uh, I guess probably tomorrow. I think usually it hits the network Thursday night or Friday. We'll see. Uh, hey, I'm going to get out of here, but, uh, you can pledge the Patreon, patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. Would love to have you on board. We're only a few away from 20 patrons. Would love to hit that milestone. Also, the Discord is the place to be. We can chat wrestling there. Uh, like I said, we're going to do some watch parties and stuff. I'm hopefully going to be getting the video component uh, back up on there. So it would be great to have you there. Um, other than that, hey man rate comment subscribe share you know wherever you listen share the link would love to would would love to start having more discussions with all of you in the meantime i'm out of here uh goddamn hashtag wrestle pals